Boom. WNBC. WNBC. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. What's up, guys? Hello. Doing it live with Michael. Mike. God damn it. I just talked about that, but I <laughs> drank a little too much bourbon with Christy Lowry in our previous episode. Mike Cospia, screenwriter of The Suicide Theory and Rage. They just dropped, right? That's right. Congrats, get into buddy. those. You got to get your plugs in early here on Hard Out because that buzzer is harsh and it will come in the middle of a sentence, probably when you're <laughs> just starting a great story or saying some profound shit. Bam. Fuck it. So, Suicide Theory, I've been meaning to watch ever since we got introduced, but I've been busy as fuck. So, I haven't seen either of your movies. I feel like kind of an asshole about it. I'm not here to talk about them great anyway. Title. I got, I got, I, st- I got close friends that still haven't seen the movie, so uh, that's how it sorry, is. Man. I know we feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, friends are very honest. Wouldn't... I had one, I had a couple friends uh, try to watch the movie like ten minutes in, and they're like, "Ah, oh, this shit's boring." I'm like, "All right, well." <laughs> I have a couple ex friends who try. Thanks for the support. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. dude. I commandeered her basement. Go I commandeered her basement for four years, and my wife will probably never watch Cactus Jack. So that's cool. <laughs> we we do think there is this. Nah. What were we saying? There is this. Uh, he was asking if she had not seen it yet. No, no, but no. Jay and I talk about this sometimes. There seems to be this phenomenon when you're a creator that the people around you who already know you just can't believe that you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> they just, because know they know you by definition. Right. Exactly. That's, yeah. Yeah, they just can't put like a lot of people haven't seen it because they just they don't believe it's going to be good. Just because well, they know, they, they like, know oh. you're like, how could a guy I know have done something spectacular? Uh, yeah. He's just Mike. Then after you the get some real success, they'll come back. Oh man, I knew all along, man, you were the shit. Oh, I can't wait for that day. Yeah, <laughs> I knew right? back I when you were dressed up as show enough for Halloween that this shit was gonna. <laughs> oh man, Did you I was really? Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction a couple of years ago. I didn't do blackface though. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, but uh, Chris. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you were showing up for Halloween one year? No, that, I just made that. Oh, up. But he said he was Sam out. Jackson, which is awesome. Okay. Did you get at yeah, least like fucking, too, yeah. Did you get at least like some Eric LaSalle Soul Glow perm and shit or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wore the suit. I had, and I had a black suit, and that was pretty much. I had the bad motherfucker wallet, and yeah, so still got one of those. My yeah, wife gets me a new one every few years. Oh, yeah. Very nice. So, I haven't watched your shit, but just seeing your post and shit online, I could totally tell I'm down with you. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, likewise, bro. Likewise. I love Cactus Jack. I thought it was, it's a hard watch, but uh, oh, I, I, I like movies like that. Appreciate it, man. You're it's the one who paid it for people. Because we're like, if yeah. 10 people get it, fuck it. We did our job. Well, it's, it's getting it and like the balls you guys <laughs> have to do a movie like that it's it's not just the movie itself it's like everything around it yes appreciate it man yeah. cheers yeah Ching. soul boxer thanks to the homies at soul boxer for the hookup yes mm. that? that's the bourbon how oh, you guys day drinking already oh, <laughs> i was just telling our last yeah, guest do. i really don't drink anymore i used to be a prolific fucking drinker dude really don't drink anymore yeah. and uh fine i only do it during the podcast but I find myself scheduling podcasts way too frequently. Now. <laughs> a podcast alcoholic. I'm just using you to get to the booze as an excuse to drink. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad I can help. Uh... All right. So this show, we're here to talk about your favorite movie, but it, it, it's just a hangout, man. Tangents, whatever. This That's shit, you go tough. wherever. Um, your favorite movie, though, if you want to roll out the red carpet, is. What's well, the Last Dragon? 
Of course. Amazing. Of course. It's, uh, <laughs> Isn't it everyone? It's, it's, it shocks me that it's not more people's favorite movie. Uh, now, it, it's not, it's, favorite, I don't think true. it's the greatest That's... movie. It, it hasn't really influenced any of my work. <laughs> really? No, but it's my favorite movie to watch. It makes me smile. It puts me in a good yeah. mood. It gets me pumped up. Uh, you know, I don't really work it's out. insane, that before, bro. But uh, <laughs> if I do, I play The Last Dragon, the soundtrack, and I'm, I'm good to go. I have to be honest, I had never seen it before watching it for this show. And we come from, I mean, we've seen a ton of like Kung Fu and shit and just like, you know, grew up in the 80s and stuff. But we moved to the Philippines. What was it? 1986? 86. I don't I think this movie came out right around then. 85, I think. Right. It may be a little before, but somehow I just missed it. I, I never saw it. And I, I was always aware of it, but I just started watching it, you know, knowing you were coming on. And at first I was like, is this dude trolling us, man? This favorite movie? <laughs> but then as I watched it, it his, his as favorite I movie is really it, Steel Magnolias, but <laughs> fried green. But tomatoes. then as I watched it, I started to get it. You know, I, I, I could see, especially, you know, like, when did you see it? What did you see? It? Yeah, it was is there like, a nostalgia like, factor? Like, yeah, there, there's a huge nostalgia factor. Yeah. It's one of the so, first movies I remember seeing in theaters as a kid. Yes. Uh, magic, I must have been know. like three or four. I don't know if it's the first one, but it was one of them. I remember the only other movie I remember seeing when I was young was uh, Song of the South. So that shows how uh, <laughs> long ago that shit was. But um, yeah, it was either Song of the South or The Last Dragon. I remember seeing that shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm half Filipino, so... Nice. Oh. I looked exactly like Ernie Reyes Jr. in that movie. Like yes. I, I think we're the same age, around the same age. Oh, okay. you know, I had the old cut haircut. Ernie Reyes Jr. was the kid. He was kicking ass at the end, which he went on to do quite a few martial arts yeah, movies. Yeah, Ninja Turtles 2, uh, Secret yeah, of the yeah. Who's... What was that? My, uh, God damn it. Ah, fuck it. I'll remember it later. Eureka Phenomenon. He was, uh, he was also in Pool Hall Junkies with uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, yep, yep. Pool Hall Junkies. All right, man. Man. But, uh, yeah, the the seeing it the first time is a huge thing because like we just had Christy Lowry on, awesome okay. chick. She was talking about her favorite movie is Hell or High Water. That's like so new. There's no yeah, good. Like Where were you new. when the Challenger blew up type shit with that or whatever? You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's with these old movie. movies, we found like our buddy Juan Ortiz, yeah. Predator, one of the first movies his dad took him to in the theater. I think maybe the oh, first. See, I, I can I can buy that Predator being uh, that's a. That brings me back a little bit too. Dude, we had so. two guests in Predator. I asked this is the first show we went to do as a Predator episode because I knew Juan loved this movie unabashedly, like you do with The Last Dragon. So I hit him up and I was like, dude, what's your favorite movie? It's Predator, right? He's like, Yes, we're gonna do this thing. Come on, man, talk about it. Then I hit up another buddy of mine named Ian. I was like, bro, you'd be awesome on this no matter what your movie is. What is it? He's like, dude, 100 percent predator, bro. I was <laughs> like, holy it. shit. We got dude, the first it's all fucking movie. I have I, I love that movie too. Uh it doesn't have like the see the thing with The Last Dragon is then it has a nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. And like I watch it at least once a month. And every time oh, I watch awesome. it, it's I get that same feeling I had when I was a kid seeing it in theaters. Like I feel like it could be a Lebowski around, type around, movie for people that the more you watch it, the more you love it type thing. You yeah. Know? Now there's around, a lot of movies, how old were you when when you saw it? Would you I, say? I think I must have been like three or four. Oh, okay. uh, that's rad. See, I was real small, but I remember. I don't remember like everything, but I remember the feeling I had. You know what I mean? It's just like uh Well, part of the cool thing is the special effects. 
oh, yeah. really kicking well, until the end. Christ. And now we're so used to CGI and it's all ubiquitous and shit. But back then, Dude, was, it's I like that's blown, a payoff at the end of the I movie for a full away by the special. That, and I remember uh, Big Trouble in Little China came out maybe a couple years mm. after that. Mm. I remember seeing those and I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> this is yes. it's like fucking it Star Wars. Yes, it's like when the Emperor is fucking lightning bolting them and shit. Oh, man. Awesome. It, it, right. But uh, yeah, the glow, man. Yeah, the 80s. Was right. And I was wondering a... that when I watched it, I was like, when they mentioned that when you achieve mastery, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll start to glow. And I was Tron. like, is that Tron literal? Is, is that what's going to happen at the end? And sure, show enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this shit happened. Show enough. Hell yeah. See, Tron, though, it's like the whole time. Again, this was yes. a payoff. Yes. You're like waiting. Yes, it's exactly. kind of just a normative like, movie. Oh, we are in this metaphysical universe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shown off is Absolutely. amazing. Actually, the, yeah, the moment showing up yes. and showing off is one of my favorite bad guys uh, yes. ever. I had ever. seen him before. You know, I was aware of him as a character, but having not seen the film, I just saw like T-shirts or something with him. You know, oh, it's part like of the, you know, I, I grew up outside of Philly, but like, uh, like movies made me want to move to New York. So, and The Last Dragon was uh, one of them. I remember my first apartment was in Harlem. I, I, I was just quoting Shogun like the whole time I was living there. <laughs> I used to call myself the Shogun of Harlem. The Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> How many fights did that get you in? <laughs> hey, at least in I've the 80s, that. as kids, we fought. It wasn't all guns and shit. Like, That's true. Yeah, after I saw it for combat, the first yeah. time, and after seeing it, uh, like, upon re- repeated viewings, like, you know, when you're a kid, you have, like, a vivid imagination i thought i knew martial arts after seeing that movie martial arts so, movies are dangerous uh, yeah. they make people think they can fight so i used to like right. <laughs> kind of want to say i was play fighting but it was kind of like you get the crane kick stance and get your fucking ass knocked out <laughs> <laughs> trying to crane kick a dude uh, <laughs> exactly trains crowd my guy <laughs> muay thai good luck nah, but we were way into like ninjas and stuff at oh, the dude, time. That i mean that's shokasugi I think I think as a kid, I kind of actually not rejected, but just didn't find myself as interested in the campier side of all that. I actually kind of was more interested in it being like, yeah, hard, like, like, I don't know, like the. um, Well, that was the Shokasugi thing. There was no humor. That was straight up ninja shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, but really Bloodsport, love the fuck out of that. I, I watched that a ton. I could have done Bloodsport. that episode too. Uh, but uh, yeah, Bloodsport, Bloodsport we saw, we were in the Philippines when it came out. And I remember they would have the bootleg right off Clark Air Base. They'd have the bootleg store where you can go in for a quarter and rent it for like a fucking nice. month or whatever. And it was like somebody with a camcorder in some theater somewhere filmed it and shit, you know? But uh, dude, I saw Bloodsport yeah, at least 130 <laughs> times at least. Bloodsport oh yeah that's, that's another one i've seen uh, a million times Bloodsport was like playing a video game before video games mm-hmm. got really good yeah, it was like be- it was before mortal Kombat, right i mean that was yeah before was street fighter later. all that shit but it inspired all that like it definitely had a hand in you know yeah, the yeah. kumite yeah. kind well, of all these different characters you had the african Jamba. guy doing the, the rolling around and shit yes, exactly the big mm-hmm. sumo guy and it was yes. very Street Fighter. Yeah, the Muay Thai guy going, you know, yes. going with that the chicken fighter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. It was awesome. It was awesome. And Forrest Whitaker, he, he plays uh, amazing yeah. Oscar winner. There's an Oscar winner in Bloodsport. The Oscar yeah. And uh, I, like again, but like these '80s movies, uh, it's the, the music always gets me. Yes. Like uh, I forget the song in Bloodsport when uh, oh, Forrest yeah. Whitaker and the other guy are chasing Van Damme. Yes. Van Damme's Damn like. 
doing parkour and shit and i don't know if it's even a known one but i've seen that movie so many times it feels like a hit to me because i've heard it a hundred <laughs> times and shit but uh well, yeah that like eye of the tiger type of stuff you know just that gets you yeah. pumped up dude i have a tiger balance too like uh but one of the reasons rocky four is one of my favorite movies is because on the music they play yes. they don't play eye of the mm-hmm. tiger or any of the, the rocky stuff you knew in the other movies play all that cheesy 80s music and yes so i the tiger didn't come in until the fourth one i was third right third third Third. when he's like training to fight with mr t yeah part four is hearts on fire and uh Uh, right (laughs) i will say this funny though when you say that like um if you do a heavy bag workout yeah it's perfect yeah 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 so it's like jab it's funny though because having having grown up during that era when like oftentimes the first i would really start to become conscious of a seer of a of a franchise would be a later movie like uh we were talking about friday the 13th earlier and the mask you know he didn't wear that till the third movie right and and in this like you said um you know the survivor song didn't come in until the third movie oh another uh, michael myers the uh uh mr sandman song like when i was a kid i associated these things to the franchise so much that then later revisiting them, I'm just like, oh yeah, like a lot of the shit didn't happen till later in the fran- like the original the iconic shit, any of the shit from Jump, you know, Friday the Thirteenth was his mom and stuff, you know, <laughs> like the yeah, original. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah, of music, uh, this whole thing was like a vehicle just for. Mm, oh, it's a it's Motown. a Barry Gordy, it's a Barry Gordy uh, seventh heaven. So Barry Gordy being a Motown music yeah. producer right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely so he's and, like uh, listen i'm gonna make a picture fuck it i'm gonna yes. make a movie i'm gonna put all i'm gonna put the <laughs> bar in this motherfucker this 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 um the last dragon was actually nominated for best song at the golden globes for uh oh, rhythm of the night which it should have been nominated oh, for rhythm of the night is an all-time that's a great yeah. song R&B and they got snubbed at the oscars and uh meanwhile they got nominated for two razzies which uh really pissed me off when i discovered that what but, were the uh, Razzies for? Do you know? I, I think it was worst song uh, for uh, Vanity. You know, the seventh uh, heaven. Well, that dance she does. Yeah, she's, she's very cool. <laughs> <and having laughs> Bro, I had the biggest crush on Vanity. Oh man, she was child because yes. that was. Who was the chick in Purple Rain? Because I always thought it was Vanity. Who was the Purple Rain chick? Oh. Uh, you gotta go swim in the lake, time. fucking titty time. Yes, that ain't Lake Minnetonka. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he made her strip and get the wrong. Yeah, lake. that was one of the tempos of all. Fucking time. baller. If you want to ride with me or whatever, you gotta strip down. And jump <laughs> right, in exactly. Lake water, the waters of Lake, whatever. She does it, and he's like, "That ain't the lake." <laughs> money. I always thought it was Vanity, but maybe not. But I thought she was one of the Prince chicks, wasn't yeah. she? In one Prince, she was. She was a yeah, protege of his. Yeah. Yes. She's badass, oh. dude. Beautiful '80s mm-hmm. face, iconic. You know? Yeah. Oh, I was a big Bruce Lee fan too when I was a kid. Like I was all about martial arts. So yes. like you seeing him in the movie uh was was cool. And yeah, uh the rights to all them shits. Fist of Fury, Enter the Dragon, fucking Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I heard they had trouble like they had to go like over budget to get that. Mm-hmm. They probably oh, just yeah. put it in and they were like, oops, at the end. <laughs> uh, another one of the reasons why i was really in, in the movie because i'm half asian like growing up when i was a kid i was growing up in a all white you know i went to my, my school was all white kids it was like it's funny our white was like me and, and, and kids. 
Uh, and before that, uh, it was a black neighborhood we grew up in. So we, we understand being, yeah, like the only person representative of a certain group. So what area is this that you're talking about? Uh, this is a, it's a right. town called Bethlehem, about like an hour outside of Philly. Philly uh, oh yeah, right. Yeah. But um, I mean, there's different parts of that. Like when I was a kid, I was in one part of town. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a South Side mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I used to get teased a lot for like being you know, Asian. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, I was in a black culture too, as a kid, like the right. music and the, I was, mm-hmm. you know, it was cool. I thought it was just cool. So seeing this movie and seeing like the cross, this is like, yeah, this is like 15 years before Romeo must die. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see, uh, you know, black and Asian culture. And all of a sudden I didn't feel, it made me feel not as not cool. Like being Asian was the least cool thing to be <laughs> when, mm-hmm. when you're a kid. And the coolest mm-hmm. thing you could be was black. Black culture was cool. So to oh, yeah, bring that sure. together and have, you know, black culture kind of embrace. Embracing, now, yeah. The, if did, it makes I you feel any better. We're, we're heterosexual, cisgender, white dudes now, so we're the least cool of all. If it makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> what a great time to grow up being what I am. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, when, when but white yeah. was cool, we lived in a black neighborhood and got our asses kicked because we were white. We never benefited exactly. from whiteness, damn it. <laughs> right. I know. Can't win. What is this privilege? Can't win. Um, <laughs> uh, Did you ever get the thing where people, though, remember they call me Bruce? Do you remember that shit? It was like a satire of some kid. They call me Bruce because he was Asian. Everyone thought he knew Kung Fu and shit. But then throughout the movie, isn't it like he's trying to, I don't remember the plot really. I oh, remember Bruce he got vaguely remember it. Bruce well, Lee there was some movie called They Call Me Bruce. And I just remember there was this Asian kid and everyone thought, like, oh, you must know karate and shit. And he, like, had to play pretend like he did. But I remember he had some nunchucks in one scene. And, like, the principal was about to bust him for having a weapon. He's like, uh, no, these are chopsticks. And he's, like, picking up a chicken leg. Oh, yes. and big ass oh, nunchucks and shit. That was 1982. Yeah, but it was, like, satire and shit of Bruce yes. Lee stuff, you know. And uh-huh. But what it was satirizing was what it was like to be an Asian American at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. everyone's stereotypical reference point was martial arts. So, oh, you must know karate. You must know karate. I think Revenge of the Nerds, they think Takashi knows karate and shit. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> right. He knows karate and shit. It's like, did you get any of that while you were being made fun of? Were there other people who are either wanted to fight you? Because I had that a lot growing up too. I heard you could fight. I want to fight. Let's fight. No, like no, not really. Shogun just, challenge almost. Like, it wasn't really so much of that. <laughs> that was this whole motivation. Yes. The whole thing. Um, no, it wasn't. The, it's not that they were picking fights, really. It was just like, oh, you look different than I look. The, the kind of and I live with my dad. My that dad's white, lame. so everyone thought I was adopted. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that was People so stupid. It's ridiculous. Who gives yeah, up? So, fucking morons. Yeah. Did you get in a lot of physical fights, or was it more? As a kid, you know, you had. I had scuffles, but East it was coast man. We all had a fight on the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But no, it wasn't like when I got older, like middle school, high school, like I used to get picked on like a heavy, like uh, it was then where they started picking fights. But I don't, that I don't all about? know if it was because I was Asian <laughs> and I might, <laughs> might have been, just been a dick. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the thing about I read an article about Blast Dragon. It was from a couple of years ago, you know, we're in this woke culture now. Um, and they're just like bashing the movie. uh and saying it was problematic and this is funny because i was jokingly thinking yeah. if i were a wokester or a woke scold mm-hmm. i'd be saying 
this is black people culturally appropriating Asian culture. Asians, right. like, yeah, I didn't see that at all. I thought it was, no, was, was just having fun with it. Like, yeah, you had, I think it, I it think was the last dude being an Asian stereotype, and you have the three Asian dudes that yeah. you know singing at the beginning. They work at the China, uh, fortune cookie uh, yes. factory, the master, and they're acting, you know, they're acting like they're black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, it's like the whole uh, the phrase, you know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Like, isn't appropriation a positive? It's like, an homage. Doesn't it mean that you're actually that it's because you actually are enamored by this particular, you know, culture or whatever it may be, you know, that you're embracing it? It's not. It's not a negative thing. For yeah, someone really to appropriate it because they actually stuff. like it and respect it, you know. If you yeah. get mad at some white girl for wearing a kimono to her prom, you don't oh, have exactly. nearly <laughs> enough going on in your life. Exactly. Dude. I'll appropriate the fuck out of like a food made by other fucking cultures because yeah. you know what I mean. That's the best shit well, on earth. You know what I mean? <laughs> take what works. Get rid right. of what doesn't. Exactly. Like, we should all, all be humans, appropriating man. each other's shit. Yeah. Like let's appropriate till we're at the pinnacle. Until we're imagine if in martial the arts, if they're the like you can't appropriate. <laughs> Japanese guys can't do jujitsu, like Brazilian jujitsu, and they're gonna ban like all Steven Seagal and uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> right. Well, people Steven are mistaking... a white dude doing aikido. Fuck that. <laughs> people are mistaking theft or appropriation for theft. Theft. Yeah, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, there's one thing when you like steal outright. Like, um, there's there's um some. Rich contention about like blues rock and stuff like that where it's that like yeah. it started out with with black people playing it and then white people came up but i still think there is um i don't think it the it, it all comes down to intent we always talk about the intent behind it yeah and is it is it meant were they actually outright trying to steal no. or were they just no, i think they, just they actually thought it was awesome you know yeah, and they actually wanted the to style. be that i mean exactly and yeah. i think that's a big distinction people are missing yeah who the fuck is Timac? Timac. Well, Timac. Who is oh, this yeah. dude? I love the he, one name. He, like he's Prince, a legit, he was a legit martial artist. Um, I think they cast Shonuf, uh, Julius Carey, I believe his name is. They cast him. He was one of the first people to cast. Fucking but he didn't know martial man. arts. He's an actor. <laughs> so they had a guy teach him martial arts. You can tell from some of them kicks he did not know martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy was coaching him. <laughs> like that's the pinnacle of that shit, dude. So that the guy the who was best. coaching him knew Timac. I guess they were in the same dojo or whatever. And uh, I guess that's how they found Timac. And they got him to play the role. But they needed to get him an acting coach. He, but but uh, so he wasn't even an actor or a performer no. or anything. He was a purely a martial artist, but he came yeah, out the this gate the with the one name status. Oh, Gotta yeah, respect right. that shit. He came out like Madonna. Totally. Like he was the lead role in a movie where you saw Chaz Palminteri. He's yes. in it for like two seconds. Yep. Uh, William H Macy. William yeah, H Macy's coat. Yeah, that blue. Uh, that, yeah, I was. William H Macy's jacket should be in the Smithsonian, dude. Oh that God. shit is yes. amazing. <laughs> Mike Starr. That was the shit that inspired like Carl Kanai and Cross Colors to start making shit in the 90s. Nah. It's amazing. But, yeah. But yeah, this had some great moments like the the scene when the guy held up the newspaper as his resume and it was like the co-ed incinerator (laughs) murder or whatever. Like, that's your resume? (laughs) I like the way they framed the shot. (laughs) Just all these great little moments. One of my favorite scenes is in the movie theater at the beginning where they show Bruce Leroy. He's got the fucking hat on. (laughs) 
Yes. He's, eating, He's eating his quietly. popcorn with chopsticks, dude. He's eating it with <laughs> right. chopsticks. Oh, that's fucking amazing. That's awesome. I know. I was thinking that's, that's a way so to slow down, down, dude. But uh, the, the, um, when they wanted him to teach him craps, and he was, they ended up playing hopscotch. Oh, that was amazing, dude. <laughs> the best shit that was the cross culture shit was the best comedy in it. To yes, me, of guys oh, yes. appropriating whatever the fuck you want to call right. it. When he yes. had, to, when he was talking to his brother, like your brother, his little brother's like, "You can go with me, but you got to rap." And he's trying to rap and shit. And whatever they <laughs> what, did with Timok, he's so old school into the mysticism of martial arts that he speaks like a Dr. Strange right. comic or something instead of like a real person. Yeah, so no, contractions. no contractions. I, am, I or was anything. not hurt. I will not you know, do that. Yeah, you know, exactly. So when, anytime he tried to talk black and shit or urban, whatever you want to say these days, it was fucking amazing. dude. <laughs> Would it be, what does yeah. it be? That's a small moment right. too. It's just, <laughs> every time I watch it, I always laugh at the same parts. Like the part in the theater where like the, these guys are break dancing in the middle of the theater. And then yes. the one guy, like in sync with the Bruce Lee movie on the on the screen, he stomps on the boombox. That famous um, jump in what was that? Um, where he fucking when he lands, he does like yeah. <laughs> fucking yes. the dude even did it. And uh, like the when dragon. they show uh, that was the one. when they when they show uh, I love the two oh, tough guys up on the balcony. Yes. <laughs> what? Uh. Oh man! What we thought passed for a tough guy in the '80s is fucking hilarious, dude. Oh my God. It's like some, now it's like a gay bear or whatever they call him, <laughs> like like the Blue Oyster Cult and sure Blue Oyster Club and Police Academy. That was tough. Oh man, it's it so funny. Uh, and the scene where they show a Chico, Chico DeBarge doing, or not Chico, DeBarge. DeBarge. Son. Uh, when they show DeBarge doing Rhythm of the Night. Yes. And like his head just pops up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, he's smiling when he sees oh the God, But see that so fucking the great. fact that Barry Gordy went to make kind of this vehicle for his stars and music and shit, it makes it kind of this disjointed thing where it's like, all right, we're gonna stop and there's no story for four minutes because we're gonna listen to the bars for the fucking entirety of the song almost or whatever, you know? <laughs> and it's just so not normative to movies where you're like Am I really just in a music video now? And there's no story happening and shit. The script's gotta be like fifty pages long or something right. like that. But uh which is kind of great and refreshing though in this age where we're so used to right, like, just plot points and this is gonna and happen and then that's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, just let them let them do their thing and you know, play some music. It's breathing and shit. Yeah. I, I to me, The Last Dragon is a musical pretty much. Ooh, for sure. Yeah. I think that's um, fair as hell. Yeah, definitely is. He probably he uh, probably pitched it. It was weird for the longest time. I thought that was Cindy Lauper in the movie, like when I was a kid. Oh, that chick? No yeah. way. Give Cindy Lauper props. <laughs> Cindy Lauper's, Lauper's way awesomer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that chick is a cheap. Her she's like Faith the Prince, Faith Prince or something. I, I think she was. She was a musician too, but she wasn't nearly as big as a. Her acting is ridiculous too, but it is oh funny in that God, one scene top. where she had to tell him oh yeah that was good that actually was like, yeah I was, I was like i was moved switch? by her yeah 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 she like has tears and uh-huh kinda, uh-huh but it was still i'm sure the real actors probably dealt with some bullshit like that in her own life she probably was accessing something man totally yeah i think she was a broadway actor or something too mm, like that could happen to very big actor yeah maybe. well there, yeah there definitely um was a phase and this this seemed to maybe be on the tail end of it where there were theater actors who would play movie parts and kind of yeah. like play as if they were on the stage still instead of in front william of william h camera. macy came from the stage doing mammoth plays yeah and yeah shit. 
Yeah. Um, what did you think of Tymock? Do you feel like he should have went on to have more of a career had he wanted it? I don't know if he even wanted it or if he was like, fuck movies after making it or what. He, I think he was in four movies over like 20. He's like the Terrence Malick of actors and shit. I mean, if I ever get like you guys and direct my own movie, I'm fucking putting time back in that shit. <laughs> yes, dude. I'll, Tarantino I'll, that dude, shit, I might dude. too, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'll find a role for him. I'll, Hell yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put Shonoff in anything. Fuck yeah. Uh, I think I'll he reshoot Jack to have Shonoff kill him at the end and shit if he's still alive. No, nah, he passed away, unfortunately. Damn oh, it. did he? Damn. I know. I was... Uh, I was bitten. I was devastated. Honestly, uh, vanity too. A lot of people would answer like young Johnny Depp or fucking whatever. If I could look like anyone, it would be shown off, dude. That oh, yeah. looks yeah, amazing. Dude. Oh, yeah. So, like fucking Booker T from uh, WWF. <laughs> this big lean karate dude. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. The shoulder his shit, the shoulder dude, Yeah, like the fucking football, foot, foot, football uh, shoulder pads, pads with like yeah. kung fu insignias and shit on them. Yeah, that's where Zeke Elliott got the fucking look from with the shoulder pads and showing his stomach. <laughs> show now were, were you into wrestling like were, you know wwf shit yeah big time era? big time I, I was really into the over the top yeah this mm-hmm. echoes that to some like degree. like movies and uh i was huge in uh wrestling i, I was a big hulk hogan fan uh Mm. when i was younger we just watched santa with muscles is one of our reviews you know that movie oh, hawk, hawk hogan is santa we had <laughs> yes. to review that what was it with do you remember it was something ridiculous what do you mean with what was it paired with because we do like a oh, double oh, oh the double feature thing. thing. What was that shit? Oh. Yeah, if you if you guys ever do no holds barred, uh, hit me up. Oh, shit. Cause... Oh, a war, I think. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this a uh, war by the Danish filmmaker Tobias Lindholm. It's like super understated, you know, war <laughs> war criminal <laughs> trial. <laughs> like a double yeah. feature with Santa with the muscles. <laughs> uh, uh, say no holds barred though, man. Tiny Lister just died and shit. I'll watch that. I shit. know. Fuck, dude. What, what that rings a bell, but I'm really. That's about it. Let me see. No holds barred. Oh man, I know you've seen it at least once. Is it when uh, I was Van Claude yeah, involved or anything, or or Seagal or someone? Nah, it's just Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan versus Hogan. Oh, oh, I see. Tiny Lister. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know you've seen it at least once, yes. dude. And I had, I forget the actor's name. He played like Zeus's manager in the movie, but he was in Scary Movie. Uh, mm. Funny fucking guy. Uh, I forget his name. So this bald dude. Um, Who's the dude that played Tomac's dad? He looked familiar as shit to me. And I feel like I'm not giving props to some actor. The guy who owned the pizza shop. Yeah, was he in something else? I should know. He seemed familiar. Oh, another face in the movie. He's he plays one of the dudes in the. He's more of an extra, but Carl Anthony Payne. I don't know if you've ever seen the show Martin. Yes, but uh, he played Cole. Yes, you see a young Cole uh, in that scene when they. Yeah. We were just talking about Martin when Christy Lowry was on. I was like, Christy Lowry. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyone who has that name, you got to say it that way. Motherfuckers nowadays do not know about Martin, dude. Martin That's owned right. the 90s. That was dude, hilarious. I totally <laughs> forgot about him until you guys mentioned him. Remember that movie, Nothing to Lose, with him and Tim yes. Robbins? Tim Robbins? Yeah. yeah that was hilarious. There's yeah, a he was, on your he was the biggest star for like 10 minutes. Like, he didn't even get the 15 minutes, it felt like. No, he had like <laughs> I think a decade I got, or most, No, I know. I kid. I kid. Yeah, I'm uh, talking relatively. Blue Streak. And... Blue Streak is good, yeah. yeah, yeah. That big but I'm just saying now, does him. anyone know who he is? Like, any of the late, latest generation, they would fucking not register. 
kind of animated. Well, if you saw the third Bad Boys movie, maybe. Yeah, the third mm-hmm. one, maybe. But he just feels like some dude they're bringing back from the dead. Dude, he, I just searched him. Like, the first, the first people also ask question comes up. Why was Martin canceled? <laughs> was he? Yeah, <laughs> the was he almost died because he got all fat. So he's coming back for like Bad oh. Boys Two or some shit. So well, I think running. he got fat, but he got fat out. He had a stroke. Uh, he's actually a really funny stand-up too. But he talks Dude, about stand-up specials that he, I don't know, he just got really high and just started jogging. But he wore like, like one of those plastic yeah. bags, and he just yeah, wore bags over him like yeah. the sweat. And I guess he had like a stroke. So after that, he just, his oh, face. Shit got fat he up. Damn, and he was doing it for a movie role because he's like he had gained awful. weight yeah and he had a movie coming up he had to get skinny for it i don't i wonder if the studio Damn. told him or if it was just his own that can't be good self-consciousness and shit Fucking but, uh, body shaming right could have been dude <laughs> but uh man martin was a king it, between his yeah. show that shit big mama's house blue streak i mean he's oh, a yeah. dc area dude too which is fucking mm-hmm. awesome east coast like a, dude, what this was is the only episode I've ever mentioned. The smell, sound like the smell. Yeah, <laughs> the body the smells. <laughs> dude, it's fucking hilarious. The best. Oh, his characters on Martin were the best. Uh, Jerome and uh, when he played the white dude, uh, he'd put the white face makeup on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Blonde hair. Yes. Talk well, it's like funny because I have to admit when I read that first line when it said why was Martin canceled, I th- I was totally my mind being in what the word canceled means. Oh, it means why was the show canceled? <laughs> yeah, it meant why was the show canceled? We've, it, we're so, so conditioned you by woke okay. culture. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, why I thought you said it. Hashtag like, cancel Martin. Me too. Yeah, the way I read it. But then I see yeah. it. They're talking about the show. <laughs> That's hilarious. They're going to have yeah. to come up with a new term for canceling shows oh, now shit. where it's just like it's uh, it expired. Yeah. It ended. Are you it's a dancer? Funny. That's telling, though, how we default to that. Do you dance? Are you a b-boy or any shit? Are you fucking. Oh, me? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was no. just wondering, what, like the that solid gold type show, the Vanity. Has, like, would you go? Would you go? Like, I want to get on that show and show my moves. Dude, and shit. That looks fun to me, dude. I, I would totally the, fucking I'm dance not, on a fucking I'm, Chili Pepper dancing. I'm solid gold. Dance, yes. I'm not the guy who I'm not like on Soul Train going down the aisle. You know yes. what I mean? I'm like I'm the guy dancing on the. I do enough. I do well enough to. Uh, you know, blend not in. quite a wallflower, but like in the periphery, there you just yeah. find some unsuspecting <laughs> chick to creep on and blend grind on. in with everybody else. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going down the uh-huh. the uh, aisle, <laughs> getting your Dirk Diggler day. on and shit, <laughs> <laughs> like Legazamo <laughs> and Summer of Sam. Yes. You <laughs> caught the rug. power, you got the touch. <laughs> Have you ever seen Kentucky Fried Movie? Yeah, or yeah, it's been okay. a while, but. It, had, it spoofed on Bruce Lee, you know, the oh, yeah, yeah. the dragon thing. It was like basically the, the main centerpiece of the movie at the end. Or, Just a hundred like, dudes running at them to fight yeah, them, but they all take their turn. Pretty funny. Shit. Uh, I fucking love movies like that, bro. Uh, what was that movie? Movie 43 or whatever the fuck it was that came out. Like, uh, it was like a spoof. Stars. Scary yeah, movie type thing. Doing the Kentucky Fried movie shit. But it was so fucking stupid, but it was like, I couldn't stop. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Dying, oh, okay. We need more like that. Everyone's so Chris fucking serious nowadays. Yeah, just fucking be funny, man. We do need a spoof movie. Like, when's mm-hmm. the last time we had an airplane naked gun type? No shit. That's what we need now more than ever. Shit. I mean, I think they still, those guys who did, uh, I forget the 
I think they're direct, uh, director team brothers uh, like you guys, but they did like the spoof movies all the time. Mm. But then they just kept doing too Scary much. Zucker Brothers? Like that. I, I forget. I know the Zucker uh, Brothers were big. Yeah, they were back it, in yeah, the yeah. Zucker yeah. They did and like they airplane and all that kind of shit. They were like, yeah. they're reaching too far. There was nothing left to. Top Secret. Yeah, you know, see that great. one? That was a classic. Hot yeah. Shots part, the Hot Shots, Hot, hot Shots, shots part two. Yes. Yeah, the Leslie Nielsen stuff. But know. I'm saying it's been a while, dude. It's been like 20 Even, years. I like not a not, uh, not another teenage movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fucking great. Uh, Randy Quaid. And uh, scary, the first scary movie was hilarious. The dick that came out the glory hole. The thing is. Impaled somebody's head and shit. <laughs> Rewatching the the originals that they were spoofing, you almost don't need to spoof them. They spoof themselves. <laughs> some of these fucking That's true. Yeah. Some of the dated ones. They actually, you yes. know, Craig Mazin wrote Scary Movie. The guy wrote Chern- Chernobyl for HBO mm. and shit. And his like Emmy nominations right. wrote Scary Movie. Yeah, Chernobyl was great. Have you seen that Chernobyl? I have HBO? not. No, dude, it's so good. It's one of the best things I could recommend. I need honestly. new. I need a new show to I got, check it out, dude. It's only yeah. six episodes, I think, or something like that. It's a limited series, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out while New York's still kind of yeah. closed. Still in Starsguard. Do you, where are you at on TV versus movies? Like, movies was the first love, like us in the 80s and shit, I'm sure. TV sucked back yeah. then. It's like Small Wonder and Elf and shit. Like, oh, TV? Oh, no, Small Wonder. You know, back then we only. It just had, wasn't uh, epic. It wasn't like The Sopranos. No, no, shit, not when we grew up. Yeah. No, back then there was only like. It tried 30. sometimes with like Dallas and shit like that. You know, it tried to get like into that territory. Oh, soap opera there. Sopranos really changed the game, man. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah, but like back that, in the eighties, there was only like thirty channels or something like that. Mm-hmm. My TV only had thirteen channels. If with a knob. I remember three. No, I was just watching whatever was on. We were the remote control. You know, the parents would send us over to change the channel and <laughs> the dial. So I, I used to watch a lot of reruns. Because mm. that's all that was ever on. I was watching mm. Honeymooners, Three Stooges. Uh, what's happening? Sanford and Son, what's happening? Yes, exactly. Sanford and Son. Oh, uh, oh man. Company. Sweet spot. Cheers. Cheers. Well, company, yes. I think Cheers was still like big. It was like in rerun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, in rerun. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's a little. Well, that was more like Nick at Night when that came around. Yeah. You get shit like Car Fifty Four and fucking the Flying Nun and stuff. That was a pretty cool period to do that to like bring that. Nick at Night in the nineties was the shit to watch oh, those fifties yeah. and sixties oh, yeah. shows. Yeah. Uh, what else? I was big into Miami Vice when I was a kid, too. See, that's, that's oh, like yeah. the closest you got to the modern golden age, though. That was like theatrical. Badass. I, yeah, I think there was a show called like Hammer. Michael Mann, yeah, inspired. That dude, dude, Sledgehammer? Hammer or something. Uh, talking about Sledgehammer? Yes. Yeah. Did yeah. you say that? that? Parody of the cop is like a yes. satire of yeah. cops. Yeah. Sledgehammer it was, like was a cool shit. gun. Yes, it was yeah. great. Every episode end with his boss like hammer. Yes. <laughs> like did I think shit. didn't the first season end with a nuclear explosion and yes. here over the explosion. The first season hammer. <laughs> and then it just came back the second season. Like yeah, because we were like, what? What do you go from here? Is it going to be like some fucking escape from New York? That's one of the great underrated. And then they just said. Ever. Flash forward to five years earlier, and the whole next season was before yes. the bomb. Smart. Oh, you fuckers. Sledgehammer. Oh, uh, what else? Oh, Cosby Show? Cosby oh, Show. man, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you Which know what? I've said this. Considering countless... now the outcome with Cosby, it's just what a I've weird I've said this world. countless times. Oh, it's kind of like Dave Chappelle's bit. 
sometimes you gotta what he's a rape to do good or something i don't know exactly how he framed it but uh right yes bill cosby for all all intents and purposes was my dad bill cosby's the best dad i ever had i'll say it right here cliff hoxpo was the best dad i ever had well that was you know what was on the screen obviously that wasn't the real guy they didn't show what he was really doing i just mean as a father figure a guiding influence in my life someone to look up to yes 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 that's what i mean yeah, I'm saying of, you didn't see the real Cosby. You saw right. the one they exactly. put on TV, you know. Well, except he, was the, he was a gynecologist. Episode. Right? True. Man, there was, did you ever see that episode? Damn, sly. I wonder uh, if he yeah. really did that. Though. Yeah, dude, a little dude, sliding that in. Like he's when he's pitching the show, he's like, you know, fuck with pussy. Right? There was also, there's a clip on YouTube you can see where he had a barbecue cosby in the yeah, show had a barbecue and and he's like y'all gotta try my chicken man it'll make you feel good you know <laughs> and everyone's and, and they're all like eating the chicken they're like oh my god i feel fucking sublime and and then he's like winking and shit and and then uh his wife took the chicken away from the kids because yeah. he had some special ingredient oh, in it that shit. made everyone feel good fly shit. Dude, you gotta look this up but yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> it was well, his Bill Cosby. Henson is a stand-up. He was a very clean comic, but he had oh, he used to come down on other people. Yeah, he'd call know, Eddie Murphy Pryor and, and Eddie Murphy and shit. Yeah, but Bill Cosby had a bit called Spanish. It was called Spanish Fly, where he talks about Spanish yes. Fly. Oh, you slipped that into the drink. Is that crazy? His stand-up, it's the most confessional stand-up ever. Like literally <laughs> right. confessing right. the crimes and shit. Yeah, I don't really like wow. his stand-up. It's wild. That much. It's wild. But, uh, I remember as a kid when I was in like third grade, yeah. some other kid did his dentist bit. Remember the dentist where he's like putting the microphone? <laughs> shit. He did it at a talent show. Dumb enough to oh, like God. In third grade. And he <laughs> got wins? so many laughs. You're younger. And than I was us, like, though. we were, we were younger at the time. When yeah. We were, but uh, well, he did this Bill Cosby bit <laughs> word for word. You can tell he just memorized it, practiced it every night and he killed he it. The impression? And the audience loved it. But I was like, Am I the only one that's seen this shit? Like, this is a ripoff, dude. And I didn't know at the time. Like, you couldn't rip shit off, I guess, for a talent show as a kid. I guess that's all you do, right? Who's going to, like, oh, you said you saw a kid at a talent material, show ripping shit. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I even had this expectation then, like, this motherfucker <laughs> ripped off Bill Cosby's getting, yes. like, he's getting Bill Cosby's and, laughs. They're not. And this, and, right. and this kid grew up to be Carlos Mencia. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Ned. Uh, what's his name? Ned. Uh, fuck. That's his real name. Carlos Mencia's real oh. name. Oh, Ned. Ned. Uh... I want to say Ned Ryerson, but that's fucking <laughs> yeah, say Groundhog's Day. Bing! That steps in doozy. <laughs> Ned the head. Uh, <laughs> Bing. Some yeah. German name. It's like a German name. Yes, it is. It's like some... Damn it. Uh, I'm going to look it up. When are you I'll have to watch that Joe Rogan clip again. Uh... Yeah, the one where he tears him apart on stage, you mean? Or the or like Yeah, a, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking But uh no, he just yeah. did a podcast interview on uh Bobby yeah. Lee's uh podcast. On who? Uh, Sorry. This Bobby guy's Lee, dude. delusional dude. Tiger Belly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I thought that's who you were saying. Well he did one a couple of years ago on Joey Diaz where he like was super confessional, but a lot of people were like, eh, I'm not buying yeah. it, and I guess it's just been a Yeah, he's oh, never no, man. Well, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby, we got comedian yeah, buddies, yeah, Gall, who played Cactus Jack. He's a stand-up comedian by. Oh, uh, is he? Really acerbic, just dark, fucked-up humor. But <laughs> it's a blue surprise, comedy. Surprise. Yeah. Um, but he's very much like anti-Robin Williams. I think he loves him as a dramatic actor, but Robin Williams is known as a joke thief early in oh, his career. Time. 
Right. Right. And he, Robin wasn't shy about it. He would pay yeah. you. He apologized. Yeah, I got that mark money, bitch. Like, yeah, right. If you admit you're a thief, then everyone forgets about it. But uh, I guess so. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, definitely an interesting topic. Because that's all I'm saying is that something you can talk about yeah, for yeah. an hour itself is joke thieving because it's it's right. like copyright what if didn't versus, make the money it's an idea versus back. script. Yeah, like, I could take a bit and make the bit right because you can't right you can't like you know copyright right an idea but comedians actually you can't do it's one thing to do it specifically the exact same punchline to set up everything yeah. but if it's just right the execution a yes. bit about i think that's the distinction is idea versus execution yeah, but a lot of comedians get bitchy if you even just do the premise on that. No, and I, I think that's wrong. I think at this point, especially as we, yeah, you, you I yeah, mean, everything. especially if you can't prove they stole it because everything is like there's a zeitgeist element to most, you know, there's like 8 billion people in the world and the idea that you were the only one that came up with a certain idea, you know, yeah. we've yeah. seen that, Jay. And you know what I always thought would be a killer? I've seen it too. I remember, uh, well, my, my first movie is Suicide Theory. It's about a guy who can't die, essentially. He, suicidal, mm. but he thinks he's cursed, so he keeps... Oh, sure, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it does, yeah. So, I remember... Hog Day comes to mind again. Yeah. Well, I kind of... I was in, kind of inspired by that part in Groundhog Day when, like... Yeah. When he kills himself repeatedly, there's a sequence, right? Where he just like, yeah, kept trying, and yeah, yeah. The, the, I thought it was the most beautiful part, most like honest mm -hmm. part of the movie. Yes, that so was. I kind of use that. I can appreciate but, uh, what you're saying. like yeah. a couple of years. I was so nervous people were gonna use that same premise. Luckily, it got made. But like a couple of years later, uh, there's a movie called uh, Oh, Henry Rollins is in it. Um, it's actually really, it's actually pretty fucking cool. Uh, but the, it's the same premise, but it, it's it's different. But I, I remember there were people like uh, like one of the actors on the movie. He was like, "Oh, they stole they stole our idea," and I was like, "Eh, uh, I don't think they. <laughs> I right. think it's just you know it's, that it's hard to believe that there's an original, true, truly original premise. Everything's been kind of explored already." Yeah, so, that's what I'm getting at, especially with yeah. comedy premises. Especially like, comedy, like yeah, and, you're just and, talking about life, like pretty much, right? So. And we're talking about now. Imagine a thousand years from now, with if you know civilization persists, like what are you going to do? You can't. How are you going to come up with anything new? It's all been done a thousand times, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, when you were say in the beginning of cinema, you know. Uh, or even like you go all the way back to like the ancient Greeks in the beginning of theater and shit, you know, like any idea was new and fresh, you know, what, however fundamental. Now we're at a point where it's like a, a minefield as far as like, how can you originate? How can you do anything that hasn't already been done? It's, it's pretty it's unfair to the future generations. Joke telling to it is. Well, it's almost it, like I a think lot we of just need to acknowledge that. And like all comedy our, sucks. New comedy sucks. There's no good music. There's no, it's like yeah, because you all did it, and there's only so much. Movies, can't innovate. All these movies are all remakes. Uh, that's one thing I don't understand. Like I, I do believe there's some movies that shouldn't be remade, but like if you can do it in theater, imagine if theater had the right. same you know uh restriction yeah. like you're doing the same fucking play every shakespeare every, again exactly yeah, fucking cats that's, a, that's cat where i'm at sons of bitches you know you said yeah. that countless times you said that point. on this podcast you should be there should be 10 versions of uh, fucking absolutely Keep anything well we we were thinking like the breakfast club is a great example 
you know, the movie The Breakfast Club. It's Don't like, rewrite it for this age. You've got like the jock and the rebel and the nerd. You can rewrite it. You could recast that a, a thousand times with, with the, every generation's new actors and, and treat it like Shakespeare, you know, and Absolutely. it's like, yeah, yeah. interpretive. I, I thought of that while watching this film, actually, and I wanted to ask you about that. Would you like to make a remake of the last dragon because is that a dream project for you to write as a screenwriter or it's not, see the genre is not really it's not my kind of film that i would write mm-hmm. i would find a way to do <laughs> if they came out with like a last dragon tv show like they did with uh cobra kai uh, cobra kai yeah they're uh, trying to do with buckaroo kid. bonsai we're I, talking I would be all over that shit i would mm-hmm. absolutely uh, that'd be the fucking dream well what if, take like the karate kid they yeah. remade with Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. That was actually pretty decent. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I haven't seen it. It's not bad, dude, at all. And Jackie Chan's great in it. It might be yeah, a at least best dramatic just... martial artist. Oh, I yes. remember Pat Morita. Can't replace Mr. Miyagi, man. I met Pat Morita. Uh, I oh, think did he, he was. I went to Disney World, and he was at Disney World when I was like eight. Oh, and so I remember this I first... by chance. He just happened to be there, like, uh, like. Uh, I don't know if it was by chance or if it was like I mean, a, my a point is um, or some shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean but, you're you're being there at the time you knew. He did I? There. Did you go to Disney World? No, 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 and oh, shit. kind of fucked up my whole shit. And oh, after I was watching reruns of Happy Days, I was like, "What the yep. fuck?" Who's Happy Days? <laughs> you know, he's a sad story. I actually saw somebody just made a documentary about him recently. I think really? because of the newfound interest, because of Cobra Kai, but yeah. uh, it kind of fucked him. Like he yeah. got pretty typecast because of that role, and he died yeah. like a drunk and penniless and shit, basically, which is sad as fuck for Mr. Miyagi. Terrible. Yeah. You should be able to coast on exactly Mr. Miyagi kind of dude, we... the rest of your life. Yeah, and he's not. He's Oscar. He's Oscar, Oscar nominated for the first role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, some people would debate, but I thought he was awesome. He's fucking Mr. Miyagi. I thought he deserved it. <laughs> iconic as shit, dude. Yeah. It is funny if yeah. you're into martial arts though to watch those movies and like, holy right. shit, they did not know <laughs> nothing about fighting. Dude. <laughs> this guy, he can't kick past his knee. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's amazing the shit he does to yeah, this. At least, at least Jackie Chan is, can fuck somebody up. Jackie Chan's maybe the most balls out fucking stuntman of all time. It's crazy. There's nothing better than the outtakes of a Jackie Chan movie where you see all. Yeah, the I still watch stunts. on YouTube. Uh... My kid is seven. My favorite parts of his movies. I remember Rubble in the Bronx. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But that's another one where the bad guys. The bad guys reminded me of the Last Dragon a lot. What's uh, the one with the ladder? I just showed that to my son like six months ago. He's seven years old now. And uh, God damn it! I don't know the scene Something you're strike. About. Yeah, for Jackie Chan's first strike. First strike, I think. Uh, is a yeah. battle scene where he uses a ladder. It's fucking better than anything insane. Buster Keaton did in his entire life and shit. It's amazing. <laughs> Jackie Chan is the truth, and my kid is watching it like, oh my god! And then my wife came home from work. He's like, mom, you gotta see this dude. Ladder. <laughs> like, yes. Well, you're proselytizing. That wasn't genius, Jackie Chan, man. Oh, well, man. he grew up. See, this is the thing. Say what you want about our free society, but take communist countries, take uh, Cuba with, say, like, Yoel Romero, these wrestlers, they're bred 
And from four years old, they do nothing but wrestle. And they live in this facility where it's like the dude you in, get, uh, in Rocky four. Yeah. Everyone gets two meals, but if you're the best wrestler, you get three meals like that oh kind of shit state sponsored and Jackie yes. Chan. I don't know if it was from communism, but he was in one of those theater troops from like the age of three or four. So he was doing backflips at like four years old and shit. Like, or not see, I, I, I kind the of, there's a part of me that want, wishes that would have been me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but then, uh, I always wanted to be like a tough guy. Who, uh, but what kind of parent it ta- does that take or state in the case? What kind of life is it? Yeah. What kind right. of, it's, just, it's yeah. a singular pursuit to be a badass. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A true badass. But, so maybe the fantasy world we live in is better. Maybe, maybe. Just play video games and smoke yeah, weed. Exactly. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be a badass. And I'll play Hulk Hogan in WWE 2K, whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, so would this be your Desert Island movie if you were, yes. like, if you had oh, to choose one movie to see? Absolutely. Time? Without a question, it's, it's my favorite movie to watch. It's, it doesn't inspire any of my writing or anything. It just lets me get lost and enjoy myself. Nice. I'm in a shitty fucking mood. If I let's say I go to a funeral, I see it. I'm, I come back home. Absolutely. I'm on the last dragon. I'm gonna fucking smile and you know order some Fuck pizza. Yeah. And shit, it might be mine now. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, no shit. Now that you've said that, yeah. I might come home from next well, time I'm at a funeral. I'm coming home and putting this shit on. Yes. Yeah. Well, go. I was gonna like I mentioned at the I beginning. I might kill someone just to do it. <laughs> when 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 I first heard this was your favorite movie pick, I was like, is this dude trolling? Like I said, but then as I watched it, I was like, this has heart. It's so charming. That was the word exactly. I was looking for. Is heart. You know. Like exactly. few movies achieve the level of heart this movie does. I remember, it uh, so, it's so wholesome on a level, you know. Like, there's this YouTube video of uh, a, a dad watching it with his son. His son's like two years old, three years old, or something like that. And they show the ending, like when he like when he opens his mouth and they, they, he caught the bullet in his teeth, and the kids mm. his look of wonder and amazement. I was I'm like, about oh, to show that was kid, me. Dude. Yeah, that's still yes. me. I still, uh, Actually, I know it's yeah. coming, but I'm like smiling because I'm exactly because because the moment they first mentioned that in the movie, very early in the movie, the plant, you know, when they say that Shogun said, or sure enough, yeah, says, it. Oh, you're the man who catches bullets with his teeth. Exactly. They set it up, and then way later, you, you knew it was coming as soon but as he they hadn't said been. It, like, that's just the beauty of it. And the message of the movie really is the shit don't look for masters, look inward. Yeah, in that was a great yeah. message. Yeah. It, it was yeah. in you all along. His master was the shit. Yes. Oh, this is a belt him. buckle. This is, you needed something. You needed some icon. You don't need shit. Go oh, do by the it, way, dude. that Johnny Yu, was it? Character in it? Johnny Yu or Johnny Wu? Oh, yeah. Awesome. He didn't really know martial arts. that dude. Yeah. So he's oh, like, dude, who is that guy? Why is he not a star? I know. I, know. I, I Googled him and I, I, yeah, there wasn't much. Do you remember? Oh, fighting without fighting. Dude. Yes, or something like that. He, he was, was charismatic as fuck. I love yes. him. He should have oh, been a star. I blame the eighties. Should have. There's a lot of people that should have been stars in that. Uh, but my favorite, that like Ernie Reyes Jr. was when they come out at the end, kicking ass. It was like watching myself, uh, you know, a badass version of myself on screen. Look exactly like the fucking kid. Yes. The big, I had big lips. Like you like, said. Yeah, yeah. Big head and. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's definitely a, a desert island movie. If you look at my other my other movies in my top five, they're nothing like. Let's hear Last it. Dragon. It's Psycho, the Taxi Driver, probably Pulp Fiction because I saw it when I was like fourteen. I was like, holy shit, this, this changes everything. And uh, 
See, it's between rock, Rocky or uh, Unbreakable. It's an interchange. Rocky and Unbreakable. Interesting. Yeah, that you know, because I'm a Philly sports fan. I hear that Rocky music, and I instantly uh-huh. get inspired. And- dude, it's so iconic. Dude, Rocky's all-time shit. I mean, yes. yeah. Dude, that's a good list. That's a good list. Yeah. Yes. Tax driver. I mean, come on. I mean, Cactus Jack was largely. I mean, if anything, you'd say The Last it. Dragon's almost the one that doesn't fit, but it does. It totally right? fits. Yeah. Especially, it, it does. you know. Just, I mean, those it. other movies I list outside of Rocky, those movies aren't going to put you in a good mood. It's, mm-hmm. you know. It, dude, Rocky ends on a downer. The first one's super yeah. downer. I yeah. mean, uh, but, well, it's not lifting. It's a Pyrrhic victory, you know. Yeah, you know? yeah. They all have that element to it, you know. He reached um, his goal. Mickey he said, "I just want to make three, it. And I want to make it 12 The only know, shitty part about Rocky is I, I'm a Philly sports fan, so that pretty much symbolized like for up until the Eagles won the, the Super struggle. Bowl. Yeah. How yeah. big of a Bill Burr fan are you? What? Oh, I love Bill Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr is awesome. Rampage I, I, against Philly sports fans. Oh, that's one of the that's legendary. Yes, that's the thing about true. Philly sports fans. Is they can take <laughs> you guys have a rep, I will say, man. It's ball busting. They'll throw uh, batteries at, at you, and shit <laughs> right? On the field, but which is dude, I remember awful. I was uh, cool. I was working at a comedy club in New York, and Bill Burr came in did a a set. There's only like ten people in the this crowd. This is post Philly Rampage. Yeah, this is like maybe the last year or oh, two years ago. But man, he is. <laughs> it's like there's ten people in the crowd, but there were like all like twenty year old white white chicks, uh, you know, in college. Uh-huh. And they were just booing everything. They didn't even know who he was. I was like, wow. Well, I just posted some everything. shit on Facebook. You know, this Damn. this one lady who's totally anti what bill burr had to say in defense of gina carano but against cancel culture mm, yeah, which yeah. we don't even get into i don't even know how many minutes we have left on the show <laughs> the buzzer hits, that's a whole but, other episode but she was like who the fuck is bill burr i was like dude well, man you don't know who bill burr is just don't even speak on anything comedic man. whatsoever he's got his own podcast now too dude he's he's got a couple podcasts on it uh he's had for a while yeah a top shelf comedian but i remember sure. he doesn't yes. he doesn't he gives zero fucks he went on stage yes. negative first, six fucks first thing he does with these fucking crowd full of white woke girls yes. he's like all right let's get right into it uh let's talk about abortion yes <laughs> all right so there was a girl so wait you're up. saying though at a show like his own fans weren't there or just he That's probably what, yeah, he just jumped in on the spot Oh, yeah, this was New like York, a rando. He was filming, he was uh, filming King of Staten Island. Okay, just, okay. You know, these, these cool. comics, they just work their new material. They go from yeah. comedy club to comedy club. That Because and, my heart sunk when it sounded like no one showed up. That was his nah, fan. He just know, but, in, okay, dude. I get you now. If, if, they, you knew, now. if they knew, if they knew. It's like a Tuesday back. night. He yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause Cause I, it was a, yeah, sun, it was a Sunday night. Okay. But some girl got up. She threw a purse. She was cursing at him. Like, fuck you. She puts her purse on. It's like, yeah, put your per- put your strap over your shoulder, make a scene for everybody. Yeah. She's storming. She's storming. Why'd you even enter a don't enter a comedy club? That's like me going to church. Just don't yeah, do why it. You, like, why are you getting <laughs> mad? Like, stay the fuck like, out. Mind your business. This man. is not you're out of your element. You want fucking knock knock jokes and and it doesn't I don't know. Honey, you're out of your element. I think I might have been the only one laughing. I was just in the back. Just fucking <laughs> Dude, Bill Burr? I would have yeah. been honored to have been there with no one else here. It's like Dude, a I, Bill Burr show. Oh, he was so upset. He got out and he was just like pacing. I was like, yeah, Dude, that was man. fucking awesome. Man, when we optioned our show, The Revenger, to the Weinsteins, we're out in LA. And the one night we went out and bothered to venture out because we had all these pitch meetings and shit, 
we were like, let's go hit the store, dude. We went to the comedy store. Oh, nice. And fucking, it was the two mics or bumping mics, whatever the shit. Um, Dave oh, Tell and, and uh, Jeff Ross. Jeff, Jeff Ross, Ross just roasting audience members and shit. They were there. But that was where Louis, it was sort of originated, that little like yeah. whirlwind. They were like they testing it out. And then Louie yes. came in out of nowhere, unannounced, wasn't on the schedule or anything. Louis CK, I don't give a fuck what you say. Oh, he's shit. the man. Uh, I think maybe just a pure stand-up best ever, possibly. Uh, speaking but, of cancel culture, I remember it was like, yeah. I worked at Dangerfield's comedy club. We had Chris Rock, oh, Louis CK, and someone else's picture. And he's fucking we best buddies. <laughs> Did they take his picture down? Yeah, they, they, they did take it, and we did take it down. It, it was... I'm gonna go spray paint his face on the front of that fucking place. <laughs> anyway, he pops in too. and he just worked out some insane material. And Chris and I were just like, "Get the fuck out of here!" It was like a Tuesday night or Thursday night, and uh, it ended up being it was Thursday night, I think, and it was the monologue he did on Saturday Night Live like three days oh, later. Shit. That monologue yeah, was, was the shitty workshopping it with. Yeah.